Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We're trying to figure out what Danny's looking at out the window. <laughs> I don't know. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast, where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. My name is Carlos. This is Danny. This is Juan. Danny looking out the window. What do you got? What do you got? First of all, both you guys do that. I'm going to start closing my curtains. Because, Why? all right, so look- just so our listeners know, my back is to my windows. And these two guys look towards my windows. And they're always looking outside. And it makes me think someone's coming to kill us. No. <laughs> because no. they start dazing hardcore like a, well, like a cat that saw a squirrel. Yeah. They're just like. Well, if that was to happen, you would see us run. Okay. <laughs> if you see us run, then run. But I will say I'm very observant. Stop looking not- out my window. I've noticed every time that I sit here, the FedEx, or around this time that the FedEx guy comes. Sounds like he's on time doing on his time. job. Yeah. Hold on. What's going on here? cool anyway what's going on happy super bowl sunday yay yes yes, yes. um uh, question about the super bowl why the hell is it not in 4k is this why i don't get what it. is it on nbc or it's on nbc i don't think nbc has yes they do all the olympics. on youtube tv oh yeah all the right, olympics yeah. are all the olympics are in 4k yeah i don't know i don't know i'm gonna google who, who, it. Do, who do we have to write to why is the super bowl not in 4k i assume it's a bandwidth issue because too many people watch it <laughs> Embassy, for what it's worth, is the only thing CVS doesn't produce any of its games in 4K. Okay, yeah, sure. I don't tell me why. <laughs> Half the people won't even notice it when they first start watching it. Oh, they'll, be so they'll notice. I notice it now. Trust it, me. Well, that's because you haven't started drinking. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But no, trust me. I know it's because I've been watching like college ball in 4K, and you can tell. Are you drinking while you're watching nope. college ball? Well, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying is that but people that are drinking maybe. before they watch the game, they're like, oh. You can tell the difference. I didn't think you really could, but yes. The lack can. of 4K streams uh, marks the second year in a row that the big game won't be available. A higher level. Okay, yeah, we know that. Game will not be in 4K. Um, can you get to a Y, buddy? What's going on here? I, I have to assume it's a bandwidth thing. You think that's what it is because too many people are watching? It's got to be. To me, that's just silly. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't sound like a... Because yeah, I think it was reason. Fox that did it in 2019, I want to say. Yeah, they've done it before. Yeah. Well, well next year it should be in Fox. Then. It doesn't say why, <clears throat> but... Um, I'm upset about it. Terrible. <laughs> By the way, you can watch it on Peacock. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch it free on Peacock. Watch there you go. Uh, anyway, what do we got going on today? Enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a uh, one of our, our our interesting stories of the day. I have something about uh, Tinder. Okay. Yeah. It's a good story. Might be good for me. Yeah. Uh, Apple story, uh, meta story in Europe, uh, Best Buy's doing sleazy things. I got that. What else do we have here? Um, did you know Movie Pass is coming back? That's interesting. Was it, that was AMC. No, not AMC. Just be quiet. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> hmm. Wait, AMC <laughs> did have something like that. No, they, they have something currently. It's not. It's okay. not that. That's not what I'm talking about. Jeez. Amen. Um, it's early. Yeah, and then of course Book of Boba Fett finale. We're talking about that. It's time's happening. Show notes always free too. Okay. Uh, what do you got for us, one? Um. So Wordle. Oh yeah, I forgot about Wordle. Yeah, Wordle. Still, still making noise and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So Danny, you know, we we share our results with each other in our group chat. Uh-huh. And Danny the other day had one that looked kind of like a Tetris layout. So apparently, this hacker, his name is Stack Smashing. What's his name? Stack, Stack. Smashing. Okay, got it. He ported the Wordle game onto Game Boy, the Nintendo Game Boy, the OG Nintendo Game Boy, as a ROM. Nice. Um, I mean, it's limited. He um he only has like eight hundred eight thousand words on it because it because of the space on the ROM you can't he couldn't port the whole entire game to yeah. it yeah 
but i mean it kind of looks like almost like a tetris mm-hmm. style on on the game boy and that's what you know when we talked about it in danny's little when he had his results the other day um so it's on the old game on the original game boy and then what were the other game boys so not the ds or the, not those but there was a, there's this black one i don't remember that the atari links no the all black one i don't know what that is I mean, that doesn't ga- that doesn't look like a Game Boy at all. That maybe looks like a mod. That maybe it's yeah, a mod. That's a mod yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a modified one. So maybe it's a mod. And yeah, that just looks like a that because that one looks modern. That one, whatever you just showed us there. Yeah. So yeah, it only it only has eight thousand words, and I think he released the. How many words does the real game have? I don't know. I don't know because I know the guy that developed it. He created it for his fiance or his girlfriend, whatever, and he just created it with a whole bunch of words. But I don't know how many exactly he had I'm sure put you can, out there. Can you just create? Can it just create its own words? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he's generating the word from like a dictionary mm, or a, right. a database or something like that because it's only five letters. Yeah, so it's limited to how many words there are in the world. Okay, interesting. So would you play it on a Game Boy? I guess I wouldn't go out of my way. I mean, if I happen <laughs> to already have a Game Boy, it's and right it's, here, and it's like yeah, it's on my phone, and it takes absolutely zero work, then sure. <laughs> otherwise no i'm not going out of a way to do that i have it on my phone <laughs> it's already right there <laughs> um but i guess you would do it for the the nostalgia of it i guess yeah right yeah, just, just like people that like i'm gonna play doom on my game mm-hmm. boy advance or something crazy like that like, sure why not just because just because for the can, novelty it. of it and just yeah so you did it yeah so wait, wait so go back to uh, so did he put this in a cartridge or or he ported he ported it into the memory on the Game Boy on the Game Boy itself. Yeah. Okay. So so he's running That's it on why it's real the, Game Boy hardware. Yep. Okay. Nice. Now how would you how do you do it? Well, I mean, it, you just you have all the letters at the bottom. Oh, hey, it looks cool. Look yeah. at that little interface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an old grayscale interface. The QWERTY keyboard on the bottom. Yeah. Honestly, that's cool. I would probably do that if I had a Game Boy. And that would be like a little project, mm-hmm. getting it loaded on there and all of that, because that's just that's kind of fun just by itself. And I'm sure there's a way to mod it onto a cartridge too. That's yeah, that might be. I don't know how that works because obviously the cartridge is. Of, I don't know what kind of memory. Yeah, because you would only have a certain amount of words on there too. Yeah, those things are super limited. They are like, isn't that crazy? You can put like a whole game on there, and it was like kilobytes of space on that <laughs> cartridge. Well, yeah, we played. We played what Doctor Doctor Wario on there, Tetris. Yeah. What else was on there? I don't think that Super Mario was ever on there, right? So uh, a Game Boy cartridge. Uh, ROM, yeah, maxes out at eight megabytes. Cartridge RAM, one hundred twenty-eight kilobytes maximum. So I guess it's the same. What is that? Four, four floppies. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's crazy. That that little thing. That's all you get. Wow. <laughs> Game Boy Advance would range from four to thirty-two megabytes wow. for a Game Boy Advance cartridge. That well, is literally nothing. It's like three pictures. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> If you just to put that into perspective, a high resolution photo is typically around five megabytes for one picture. Mm. It's a, a JPEG at that, which is a compressed picture as is. If you yeah. shoot it raw, it's like 12, 13 megabytes, maybe even more, depending on the resolution. Isn't that insane? <laughs> <laughs> you had whole games taking up the space of a picture. Unbelievable. Mm. Oh, man. Well, and another thing, too, about uh, Wordle. So apparently it's been officially taken over by the New York Times. We already talked about that last week, that they paid an uh, undisclosed amount of money somewhere in the low seven figures. So at least a million dollars this guy got for it. Good for him. And as of this week, when did it, what was that, Tuesday, Wednesday? I can't like, remember what day it was. So. I just I refreshed, and instead of that yeah. site that it was on before, now it's on New York Times. Yeah, because when I went to it that day, it was 
the, my background was always black on my laptop because that's where I played from. And yeah. it went white. And I noticed the URL changed to nytimes.com. Oh, so you're a laptop player. What about you, Dave? Do you play on your laptop or your phone? My phone. Yeah, I always play on my Mine phone. Mine didn't change until, because it's been the same way all week until this morning. That's, yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't remember what day it was. And I only played on my laptop because it has my stats. And that's where I initially started when we were here. That oh, that makes weekend. sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, so, so anyway, is, the, the reason I'm bringing it up is because of the stats. Apparently, uh, initially, a lot of people lost all their streaks, mm-hmm. which some people really care about that <laughs> stuff, right? I mean, rightfully so. If you yeah. you know got a good streak going, you don't want to lose it. Uh, all that stuff didn't come over immediately because if you don't know, that takes time. You mm-hmm. know, the game is changing ownership, and then you have to move it from probably one server to a new server, and that takes stuff to do. You know, and but now it's apparently been fixed. So. If you lost your streak, you should have it back. <laughs> and if you started a new one, you lost it. Yeah, I guess so. I wonder how that works. Like, does it just combine with what you already had? Well, that's kind of well, because I'm sure it goes by your MAC address. It has to go by. I don't know what it goes by because you don't have a login or anything. No. So it has, it has to, to go by either uh, MAC address of your device yeah. or it has to go by the cookies in your browser. I don't know. It can't be the MAC address because if you pull up uh, the, br- the, the game in a private browser, it's totally it's all blank it's all blank <clears throat> so it's definitely not the mac address okay it has to be the so i wonder so if don't you, clear your cookies, cookies yeah then. i was gonna say i wonder if you accidentally cleared your cache and cookies on your computer it's gonna wipe out all your streaks probably or can you no no that's a good point yeah you I, i'm assuming that's the way it works yeah but there you go that's and that's why it, it takes time for that stuff to transfer because you have to gr- gather all that information from everyone's device there's millions of people playing this thing move it over to a new place um, but there you go. Now you got your streaks back <laughs> if you lost them. <laughs> but I'm really curious to see. Uh, the, the, you bring up an interesting point. But you know, it's like, is it MAC address? Is it your IP address? But it's none of those things because no, you can. Not because I played here. I played at home. Yep, you can pull it up uh, on a on your same device in just like a private browser or even a different browser app. Like so you're using Safari and you switch to like Chrome. It doesn't follow it. It's it clears it out. So maybe in a, some some type of identifier too. With the cookies, yeah. yeah, some type of combination of the that's some two. kind of signature from your some from your type device. of some type of wizardry going on back there. <laughs> it just knows. It just knows. Um, and I think if people are worried, I mean, there's ways to download the entire game too. If right. you're worried if, if the New York Times is going to put it behind a paywall at some point, but if you download the game, are you aren't you cheating yourself to like future stuff, or or is this game already made with every single five letter word in existence? That's, see, I don't know that. It's, yeah, because that's the thing. It's like, I know he created it for his girlfriend or his fiance or whatever, because he did it during quarantine. Yeah, one of their quarantine, and he uh, he pretty much threw in a whole bunch of words. I don't know how many. Yeah, because there's because a lot of one new one every day. Yeah, <clears throat> there's obviously a lot of five letter words in the world. Yeah, so there you but go. then do you know does the New York Times do like a six letter word? Do they do advertising? Have you ever tried the hard mode? Because oh. Wordle has a hard mode Does where it? it doesn't give you like it like it, once you see what you missed, mm-hmm. it doesn't show it to you again. Oh, so I that know you that. have to like mentally remember the oh, the, letters the letters that you've already used. It's because normally it tells you on the little keyboard yeah, right. what letters have are you've used. Uh, if you put hard mode on, that goes away. But mm. you still got the green and yellow, right? Yeah, I think you still have that, but you don't. You can't. It doesn't. It won't show you what you've missed. Already okay. on the keyboard. On the keyboard, I think okay. it's on the keyboard. Um, so it makes it a little bit harder for you to. You have to kind of look back, and you just have to do a little bit more work mm. to see to put it together. I've never tried it, but it's on there. Hit the little menu. It's got a little toggle for hard mode. What's your? I mean, I, I think you said you don't really worry about the stats, but do you know like what your average is? I can look at it now. Let's see. Um, 
Mine's is four four tries. I'm at eight, and I've only gotten it twice with two tries. Guest what, guest distribution is that what I'm looking at? Yeah. And what the higher the better? Or well, I mean, it, it breaks it down. So like, how many time how many times you were at that second level? Oh, okay. Uh, my highest for me is six. Uh, I six tries on on six on the third try. On the third try. Okay, that's good. Yeah, and then I have I've gotten two on the second try, zero on the first. Yeah, me too. There you go. Those are my stats. All right. Um, tomorrow, and for, by tomorrow as of where we're recording, but when you're listening to this, it'll be today for you. Uh, it's Valentine's Day. And guess what? Tinder's doing something new here. They're they're rolling out a blind date feature, and they want you to judge matches based on personality. Okay. Great for the uggos out there. <laughs> like you, Juanito. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this we're going to go there? This is going to come in clutch for you, sir. <laughs> So I could just put on there that I'm, I got this great personality. Yeah, just kidding. Juan's a very <laughs> handsome man. All right. So this is what they're doing here. I think it's it's kind of interesting. So it's basically going to put, um, they do like little games and little questionnaires that people can can do, and it'll match with another person. Yeah. Okay. And then from there, if the, if it is a match, then the, the two people can decide if they want to uh, meet up, but it's based off of just little things. So like, for example, uh, there's a feature Tinder users answer timed questions. So it's like, it's got a little timer on it uh, and it prompts them to answer quickly. So like, for example, it's okay to wear a shirt blank times without washing it, or I put ketchup on blank. And they're the based off of those types of little questions. Mm. It might match you to someone else that is similar and you can have a conversation that way, and then you can decide if, like, oh, let's just meet up without knowing anything about this person, what they look like, aside from just straight personality, straight personality. stuff. Hmm. Okay, so interesting. Very, <laughs> yeah. Because I know I want to say okay, Cupid is like that, where they ask you a bunch of questions, uh-huh. but then when you see somebody, you can match. It, it like combines your answers and tells you like percentage-wise how much you match up uh-huh. and you can view their answers and they can view your answers but it's, i don't think it's questions like that though okay yeah so this is and this is it seems like it's like a speed round of questions based off yeah. the way they're describing it okay so you're like yeah you're so you're timed and you're, yeah and so it's designed to be uh, low pressure yeah so it's designed to be a little bit more pressure and it kind of they said that it taps into 90s nostalgia okay. um so Interesting take. I think that yeah. would be probably kind of fun if you're like, you yeah. know, as opposed to just looking at someone's photos and going off of that and then whatever little description they have, mm. um, you can kind of get matched up uh, based off actual interest, which is probably the way stuff should be in the first place. But that's just me. I don't know. So there's still hope for me. <laughs> well, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> that's asking a lot, Juan. Come on. <laughs> wow, I'm man. Just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, is this something that you, if you were single, well, Juan, you are single. Danny, if you were, is this something that would interest you? Probably would you not. be probably like, no, nah, it's not my thing. <laughs> no. Well, you're probably not a type of person that would be on a dating app just in general. Right. I yeah. never have in my entire life have I been on any uh, dating thing, even like when I was like single or stuff. It's just not something that ever mm-hmm. interests me. But for some people, they love this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean that's the way to go for some people. Yeah. Um, this kind of reminds me too of, a, we'll talk about it in, in Donut Bites later, but um, I watched this new documentary called Tinder Swindler on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. It's just insane. Well, I'll talk about it more okay. later on, but uh, it kind of, it, it, it makes me think of some people are just on dating apps like Tinder and stuff, just like full time. Like they're just there all the time. <laughs> like it's just part of their life. Hmm. Kind of like just their social living. Almost, yeah. yeah. It's almost just like. You know what I mean? Like if they're not in a committed relationship, this is how they 
just interact with people basically just in general right mm, even yeah. if it doesn't lead to anything romantic it's just like this is what i do it's almost yeah like you said it's almost like a social media thing it's very strange yeah uh but you know strange to one person is not strange to another for some people this is very normal especially if you grew up in a time where this was yeah. very prevalent um it's kind of like all you know so it's different so remember how there used to be such a uh, such a uh what's the word what's the word when something's negative damn it <laughs> It has a uh, help me oh, a stigma. Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was a stigma for telling someone that you met someone on the internet, like like yeah. back in the day, oh, like early two thousands. Because back then it was like all the weirdos hoarded to it. And, I guess, and yeah. that you heard there all are the, way more weirdos now. So that uh, I, yeah. get, I get what you're saying, but like it's crazy if that's but the reason. Would, but you don't. You would only hear the bad stories. Yeah, you never heard the good stories. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's good and bad with everything. Because I remember that they were like, "Oh, you met them on the internet." Yeah, <laughs> fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's the most normal thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, but think about because then you would hear a story. Oh, yeah, yeah, I met somebody on the internet, and they took all my money. They cleaned my bank account. Yeah, or they kidnapped me. Or so whatever. that stigma stood in your mind like, right. anytime you heard somebody say something like that. Yeah. So then now <clears> that's <throat> just like. Oh, you met them in real life? That's crazy. <laughs> no, right. You met them at a bar? What? <laughs> you met them at a bar? He's a stranger. <laughs> you, just, you started talking to a stranger? At a bar? Oh, disgusting. <laughs> what is wrong with you, psycho? <laughs> it's just re- cycles do that. It's reverse now, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, think about it. Kids nowadays, they don't really, like me and Danny, we experienced that stuff in high school, just talking to a girl or, you know, yeah, I mean, sharing, that's- sending letters to each other. Compare that to, you know, nowadays how it... It's very different. Yeah. It's very different. But yeah, but there you go. So a uh, blind date feature uh, on Tinder. Uh, pretty cool idea, I think. Yeah. All right, moving on. We have, uh, we got an Apple store here. Actually got a couple, but I'll, I'll just bundle them together. How about that? Let me move my little tab over. Um, the first one is an interesting new feature that's coming to... Uh, speaking of, hold on, before I even start there, I have an Apple thing up update myself. So I've been running the beta software on my phone mm-hmm. and... One of the biggest features of the beta, which is iOS 15.4, is that now Face ID works works when you're wearing a mask, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I was able to use it for the first time yesterday uh, at the gym because I went to the gym. And okay. here in Illinois, if you're in a gym, you have to have a mask on the entire time. And it works beautifully. Like once I set it up, I was able to just keep my mask on the entire time and Face ID still works. Cool. Really cool. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. So I was really excited about that. Just at the time, we're probably going to end up Doing away with masks at some point. Yep, but year. the fact that it's there <clears> now, <throat> yeah, yeah. So the yeah, you're right. So it's going away here for the most part anyway. But the fact that that's there in the phone, yeah. Even if you're in, I mean, it could be something else where you know. But it, it'll probably work too, just as good in the winter when you have a scarf on. Yeah, it's also really good too for people that work in like the medical field yeah. where they were wearing masks anyway. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a normal part of your uniform yeah. <laughs> if you work in the medical field. So that's a really cool feature, and it worked really well. Like. Every time I tried it, it might have taken like maybe a slight second, a, like half a second delay longer to mm-hmm. record because it has to go off like your eyes and stuff. And it just worked. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what else Apple's doing later on this year is they are, uh, the this, the article says that they are empowering business to accept contactless payments through tap to pay on iPhone. So it's basically going to turn every single iPhone into a contactless payment terminal. So mm. you don't need to have any extra hardware. Okay. It's you, whatever the NFC chip that's in the phone already, you can just tap either your phone or if you have one of those credit cards that has the little tap to pay chip in mm. it, you just do that. So now you can take payments directly on your phone. And I'm assuming you even send people money if you wanted to. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like instead of like a Zell, but I'm assuming you wouldn't do that because I'm, I'm going to have to assume that this thing that they're doing is going to have some kind of fee, just like any other yeah. credit card, oh, just like yeah. any other kind of credit card mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. It's like usually like two and a half to 3% of a fee to take that credit card. And it's going to work through an app. So as of right now, it's, uh, it's going to work with Stripe, which is, I believe, the same company that does Shopify point of sale. Mm. And if you're a business owner that uses that, uh, you can just, someone could just go up with their phone to put their phone to next to yours as you as the business owner and pay. Boom. Or if they don't have that, they can have a credit card that's got the chip in it, tap yep. the chip, the card to your phone and it'll pay. Nice. Mm. What do you think about that? That's cool. Absolutely. So no more 30%, right? I, I think it's the app that does it. It's more, yeah, right? Yeah, 30%. <laughs> 30%, 30% <laughs> of the whole thing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They're like, this isn't worth it for me. No. 30 percent some poor person at a farmer's market <laughs> trying to sell stuff 30 percent cut to apple because yeah, because I mean, what what is a credit card charge for a merchant usually 2.75 yeah. yeah at the most three i want to say american express is like three percent uh but i think 2.75 is the standard for most and that 30 percent was just a joke based off our conversation yeah. before <laughs> yeah Apple's the 30 percent cut that apple <laughs> takes on everything else <laughs> uh, i think this is really cool especially the fact that you don't need uh, an iPhone per se, like you as the buyer, yeah. if you can just use your physical credit card that's got the tap to pay feature in it, which every card does now, I think. Pretty much every card Pretty does. much, I think every card, yeah. like any of my cards that have expired and they sent me a new one, they all have that little logo on them, the little Wi-Fi logo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're curious what it looks like, <laughs> look at your cards. If you have a little icon that looks like a Wi-Fi indicator, that's what it is. And, and a lot of the ATMs now, yeah, you could just go up and tap your to take money out Mm -hmm. which is just it's just a a kind of an easier thing you still got to physically take the card and and touch Mm -hmm. to it but it's um it's fast you just pop it on there and And put it right back away yeah and that that eliminates the um what are the what are they called the little slimmers that they were putting in oh the machines you mean like where you swipe it yeah oh yeah i don't know what they're called i can't remember what they're called but yeah the little magnetic strip thing yeah so when you put your card in they were reading your card and stuff like that yeah exactly that'll help eliminate with that which is really so yeah so it's even better for security and things like mm-hmm. that so uh but i'm excited for this because i think this will open up a lot of uh, more possibilities for business owners especially if they're setting up you know some kind of remote setup right like maybe they're a food truck mm-hmm. or they yeah. like this example here they're showing they're going to uh some kind of event maybe it's a state fair and they're selling something at that state fair or a farmer's market or whatever yeah. boom you just take your phone you don't need anything else Plus, just the internet connection. You, you're good to go. Yeah, cool. you don't need the little square device. Like, yeah, like a C2E2. I mean, that exactly. Like yeah. stuff like conventions, people selling art or selling whatever. Imagine how easy it is for them to just be able to stick their phone out and either you either use your phone or you tap one of your credit cards on there and you're done. And it's, and it's also the merchant not having to touch anything of yours either. So it also yeah. kind of plays mm-hmm. into that whole touchless experience where you can just tap your phone or your card and no one has to touch anything. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Because germs are growing. Humans are disgusting. Yeah, they are. They are very disgusting. <laughs> I wonder that they'll eventually get on the watch. You just tap the watch. Yeah, because the watch already has it today, right? So to pay. Yeah, you have to pay. payment. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. So the watch has the technology. That's a great point. So it could be something that they roll out to the watch as well. Uh, maybe for me as the, as the buyer... I can tap my watch to your phone and it'll work. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And even the seller. I mean, tap yeah, watch. Exactly, right? If it's got cellular connection or if the phone's just close by enough. Very cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, other part of the Apple story is that they Apple says that they're going to make it make unknown air tags alert you sooner. So we talked about this a couple of times now. Uh, I think last week we mentioned how some people were selling modified air tags that had the speakers ripped out of them. Yep. Which is nuts. But apparently now 
they're gonna do something to i'm assuming some kind of firmware update to the to all the air tags that notify you quicker because i think now it takes a while it's gotta it's, i think it might take you maybe a couple hours really yeah because okay. i remember someone tested it on youtube and it like someone purposely put an air tag that's not theirs in their pocket and walked around to see how long it would take for their phone to say hey there's an air tag following you around because i know you can set your device to alert you from like a certain range from where you're uh-huh. where you have it stored or oh like anytime, for your, like for your own you mean yeah, yeah like anytime i leave the house it doesn't notify me that i left my ipad behind probably for like two miles oh yeah same for me for mine it's um i think it's less than two miles because i'll get yeah i'll get like four blocks away and okay. i'll get the notification that you left your because my one air tag that i have i think i have it labeled as backpack or, or no i have it labeled as keys hmm. and i don't even have it on my keys but it always says oh you left your keys behind and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Not um, but yeah and I'll, I'll be like three four blocks away and i always get that notification yeah because i think in the settings you could set the range yeah to how far you want to be notified. Mm-hmm. And you can also turn it off too, which yeah. I did. Because for me, I'm like, I don't need to be told. Like, well, you, for can, that you can tell, item, yeah, yeah. You can tell that, to, that, that where you left them is a, is safe. a, a safe, yeah. safe so place. So it's like, oh, this is home and yeah. it's fine there. Yeah. yeah. So, But yeah, so they're, apparently they're doing something that's going to uh, make the AirTag notify you sooner that you're being followed by one. So that's kind of cool. Just wanted to quickly update that. I don't know how that's going to work exactly or when. but I that's think I saw that they were going to disable them. Either disable the sound being disabled or make the sound louder. And it's also uh, it's it's also a different pattern apparently. Yeah. So it's going to be louder and it's going to beep in a certain pattern that makes it more easy to find, I guess. And I think so, the next yeah. I think the next iteration they said that they were going to work on making it more easy easily where you can f- locate it more sure yeah. more easily like pinpoint it down pinpoint mm-hmm. it down more, which is good. Yeah. Um, moving on to our, our good friends Meta. These guys are these guys are gems. <laughs> let me tell you, they're so this is the best company in the world. Let me tell you. Uh, so they, <laughs> why ain't on Zuck, man? <laughs> Zuck. Um, so apparently they are they are threatening the 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 year. I, I think it's the European Union. It's somewhere in Europe. They're basically threatening all of Europe to shut down Facebook and Instagram uh, over data sharing disputes. <laughs> basically, they're saying uh, over in Europe you don't like companies to have access to personal information from your customers we think it's cool <laughs> so we'll just we'll just shut, we'll it, just down. shut it down we'll just shut it down how about that oh no oh no <laughs> what, a th- what a threat what am i gonna do what am i gonna do oh my god <laughs> instagram what am i um i guess for them it would be more of an impact for like whatsapp because that gets used heavy in most parts of the world oh yeah uh but yeah so <laughs> i just thought this was funny i'm not really going to get into tons of details but how are you going to threaten to to take away something that people probably don't like anyway <laughs> like oh no <laughs> oh no please oh, no. no please stop <laughs> not my marketplace yeah like it's just silly <laughs> but that's great i mean the european union is the first one that create came up with the laws where they had to facebook and any social media had to allow users to download their data yeah exactly so they're um, so in in europe they have uh stricter data sharing uh, laws and regulations mm-hmm. and because face meta is a u.s based company they follow whatever the laws are here which are just a bit looser right they don't yeah. really so so yeah so they're like nah man that's what the 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 stuff that you guys have there it's not strong enough for us so either fix it or whatever right and then they're like well how about we just shut it down <laughs> they're like i don't care <laughs> Go good, good thank you yeah, they, they don't care <laughs> one less thing to worry about we're all going back to, you know, <laughs> MySpace or something. MySpace. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> we even well. need a social media. What's the, what's the Google one that shut down? Bring that one back. 
What was it? Google Plus? No, it was, was it Google Plus? Yeah, remember circles, Google Plus? Remember? Yeah, Google. It was Google Plus. Yeah, Google yeah. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Bring Google Plus back. Google Plus was, that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, that was. was so dumb. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, we didn't talk about this the other week because we were we kind of thought it was strange, but we're talking about it now because it's something that was canceled. So initially, the IRS was going to say that you had to. In order to file your taxes online, is that what the thing was? Yeah. If you wanted to file your taxes online, you were going to have to verify yourself with a, a service called ID.me, um, which I have heard of before. That's A lot of people use that for just verification in general. And the IRS was going to uh, make anyone that did their taxes online go through this service for verification specifically. And of course, it had a lot of backlash because ID.me requires you to take a selfie. Uh, I think you have to like hold your ID and some other stuff in the picture to verify that you are who you are. And of course, you know, in the days of people freaking out over face recognition, the IRS has canceled said plans to use facial recognition on millions of taxpayers. What do you think? What says you? <clears throat> says me? I mean, I don't care. Well, a, <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I couldn't care less. I, I go to get my license, right? And they take my picture. You already have my picture, government. <laughs> what the hell do I care? <laughs> That's my own personal opinion. Danny, what do you think? What says I, you? I don't know. I... I just would not like the fact that you take a picture and it gets stuck because kind of uh, like what happened with Binance where yeah. it gets put into a, a queue and they have to do a manual verification. So I'm not, not so much about the security, but more of now your return is being held because they have to wait till someone can physically. So you think it could be an issue with verification, like the process, if it's not automatic? Right. Right. Because I, I know think like, that may be the issue yeah. more than, to, than, than the other one. Okay. I don't the know. Privacy thing. Yeah. I mean, it could be both, but because I've, I've, we've experienced it with some of the apps we use. Mm hmm. Um, which is good. I mean, if that's good security. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it is very strong security. But, I remember even I tried to. But if you're filing your taxes and now it's it, been a it gets week, held up. Yeah. It's been two weeks and like uh, I can't. You know, it's pending, pending. I mean, what's going to happen then? You're calling out, and everyone's having that issue. Yeah. We're working on it, and now no one's getting the returns or. Yeah, and the, according to news articles, the IRS is backlogged on who knows how many returns and stuff. Yeah. Like that. So that some people, are, some people were getting notices that they owed money. And they're just like, no, no, we made a mistake. We're, you know, we're backlog, we're understaffed. So yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that too. So that'd be a concern. Mm-hmm. And maybe, but maybe the tools like this kind of help speed up that process in general. Even though there might be some outliers here and there where you have to, you need manual review. But I, I don't know if that's the case. I'm just assuming that maybe something like this speeds up that process as a whole. You know what I mean? Because most of it is automated. You, it's all, yeah. you know, algorithms and machine learning, and they look at your picture like, okay, this person is this person, and yeah, you're good, you're done, you're good to go. So someone makes a funny face while they're taking a picture, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> set up the Damn. Or they whip out the flip phone to take their picture. But uh, but yeah, but this has oh, been yeah. uh, canceled. Otherwise, the the plans have been canceled to use this service. Um, obviously, a lot of people were like, I don't like that. I don't personally care. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So if you're worried about your face getting taken by the IRS, <laughs> I mean, if you're worried about your face getting put into a data don't, don't go outside yeah you're already in a database <laughs> well, maybe you, maybe the concern is not so much the irs has my picture of me but how secure that someone can hack and now they got my image they got my information my personal information yeah not the irs but the because the like, id.me is not a government right. thing it's, it's like, like how it's like a third party thing because now you're transmitting my my personal this isn't me speaking i'm just saying i'm thinking yeah of yeah, yeah sure who, someone's submitting their tax information mm-hmm. and you go into the site and now wait a minute now you got my you got my personal information, my financial information, yeah. and you got a picture of me. Putting a lot of your eggs in one basket, basically, right. and that's probably the concern. Not so mm-hmm. much the IRS, because yeah, they got yeah, they got I your mean, driver license. They 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 know how you look, probably. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's not the IRS concern. It's it probably, could it could be that it could be that this ID.me is not you know a, a government thing. It's 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 a private. As far as I know, it's a private 
uh, entity. But I think that question then is, do you trust the government with that information or do you trust a third party with the information? Or, uh, or, or someone or else who hacks in and... I mean, yeah, I think it comes to, like, who do you trust with that information? The government, a third party, someone else? I mean, it... Well, it depends. Is is the stuff, as soon as you identify, does it get get pretty much shredded? Yeah, who knows? Meaning that no one holds that picture of you anymore. It's just just at the time of transaction that gets verified, Mm -hmm. and then it just... I don't know. I, 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 we never use it, so I don't know what. what sure, yeah. What, I, I, me either. I have never personally used it. I just it know that. It can be digitally shredded. I yeah. Mean, once you're do- verified, there's no record of that. I mean, yeah. It's somewhere. Like, it's like the exchanges we signed up for. We have to send our picture and ID. Mm-hmm. And supposedly it gets wiped out. Supposedly. Once once the handshake once the, is Once the verification is done and it gets thrown out. Yeah. yeah. It's like someone physically looking at you and, okay, that's you. Yeah. That person yeah. doesn't remember you anymore after you move on. But. So I know that my uh, the company I work for, they use um, ID.me for um, verification. Like we give discounts to people that work for certain organizations. Mm-hmm. Say you work for you know, a hospital or whatever. Um, we verify that you are an employee of whoever you're claiming to be through that ID.me. So it is something that a lot of people do use. Um, and it's basically the way you just, just to verify. Yeah. Like, oh, yes, I am a firefighter. And this is how I prove it. And you sign up through ID.me and it verifies. And then they verify with us and then you're good to go. Yeah. Unless the, yeah. Yeah. And it's a way too to do it uh, remotely because you do it all through an app. Whereas before you had to go into a physical location to verify your employment, to get some kind of discount for working for whoever it is that you're getting a discount from. And, and it was a longer process. And now you had to like bring in physical pay stubs and things like that. And now this kind of sped up that process. So yeah. maybe that's the point. Who knows? It, but it's probably, it'll probably come back. Just gonna, I think it will. Probably need to just like, hmm. just do it in phases. Yeah, yeah. don't it do will. it. Try to do it all at once. Let people mm-hmm. let people volunteer to do it. But yeah. they'll have a benefit. Like okay, yeah. If you volunteer, this is the benefit of you volunteering. Yep. It's, but it, it's probably gonna. They'll probably do it in, with the speed thing. Like you actually get your return faster if you do it this way. It's up to you though. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like with the whole with the e filing before. Yeah. It was like e file. I don't want e file. I'm e file anything. Not. I'm gonna put it in an envelope <laughs> like a caveman. And put it in a mailbox and hopefully then someone doesn't. Ho- yeah, hopefully it gets there <laughs> and the mailman doesn't drop it. And someone picks it up and now they have your information. Might as well strap it to a pigeon. <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then it went to e-file, get you money quicker, which it does. Yeah, and if you yeah. file them. And it's more secure. So yeah, I think this is going to go along that same line. Yeah. You have to give people the idea of it first mm-hmm. so they can be like, hell no. And then later on, they're <laughs> like, oh, that's not so bad. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And then the next time, like, oh, this is actually easier. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I'm going to do it on my own because yeah. it's clearly better. Because yeah, uh-huh. now e-filing is like, oh, my God. I, I can't imagine doing my tax without e-file. Crazy. Printing out papers and <laughs> handwriting stuff. Signing it. It's insane. Get out of here with that. Did I write a seven or a one? Darn it. <laughs> it's like dating on the internet. They're like, what are you, a caveman? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. Or just get rid of the taxes. We can avoid yeah, how about we just, just get rid of the taxes just, altogether? Just a flat tax. Just, just, yeah, give me a flat tax. Give me a flat tax. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, Best Buy news. They have been doing. So this is something that Best Buy started doing last year. They have this. Uh, what the hell is it called? They have like this membership thing that you can buy. It's com- It's almost like Prime, but it's for tech stuff. And it's I can't remember what the hell it's called. Oh, it's called the Total Tech Perks Program. That's the name of it. It's $200 a year. And it's basically like you just you get extra benefits for for having it. So if you have it. You get ex- exclusive prices on certain things. You get automatic coverage on the item that you bought. Uh, you get like free install. It's not really free because you're paying for the service, but that's what mm. you get with it. So you get stuff with that service. Last year, I think it was in November of 21, they started putting certain items 
behind that 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 membership. So like last year it started with PS5s. So if, if PS5s came in stock, uh, they were only available to people that were part of this little total tech oh, perks program. Nice. So it's basically like putting the item behind the paywall. Yeah. And now they're doing it again with graphics cards. So mm-hmm. this was just from a couple of days ago. $200 paywall for the benefit to just buy it if it's available, <laughs> right? You know if, what I mean? Yeah, if it's available. If it's available. And so, yeah, so that's what, so they, so last year they got a lot of backlash because some people were like, fine, I'll do your stupid paywall thing. I'll sign up so I can buy my PlayStation. And then what was happening is that people were signing up. They're like, fine, I'll do it. And, and then Best Buy has to verify that membership. And in between that time, it goes out of stock. Uh. <laughs> so they just <laughs> bought the thing. Just to have the privilege of buying the PlayStation Five, only that only to miss the drop because of the time it takes for for Best Buy to verify the membership and all that stuff. I'm buying the right to so, be able to buy it. Yeah, so that was last year with PS Five. Now they're doing it right now with with graphics because graphics cards are still very hard to find. You still can't get them like anywhere. Again, there's a chip shortage and all that stuff. Plus, my crypto mining is still a thing, so they're very hard to get. And the markup on graphics cards is high, very high. Like they're more than double, right? So for that, like, I think it does make, not that it it doesn't make sense at all. You shouldn't put stuff behind paywalls like this, but it is more economically friendly because to pay $200 to buy it at MSRP is probably worth it. Yeah. Because graphics cards are literally double the price. Like if it's a card that goes for 800 bucks, it's probably going from like anywhere from 1500 to $2,000. So it's insane. <clears throat> Whereas a PS5, they've always been around seven, seven fifty total of, on the aftermarket uh, sites, which is only a couple hundred bucks more than what it normally costs. Mm-hmm. So for a case like that, it's a little bit harder of a pill to swallow. I think for the graphics cards, it's not, but it still shouldn't be a thing, especially when stuff goes out of stock as you're trying yeah, to right. go through the process of signing up for your stupid service. But even if place. you, even if you are a member and think about it, you get the email, Hey, it's in stock. Uh-huh. You, you, you get privileged to buy it cause you're in, in our program, Yeah, but you get there and it's, and it's out still, of stock and again. It's still gone. Yeah. yeah it's like what the hell. Yeah. It's, it's rough, man. It's, <laughs> it's rough. So the fact that, so this is kind of, to me, it's like kicking people while they're down because you're trying to <laughs> yeah. get people to pay for this subscription service. That's $200 a year. You're still not getting it. And then you still don't get it. You still have to like work really hard, like check your email constantly, yeah. have notifications turned on, and like you know what I mean. It's just it's ridiculous. You know what sucks? You walk into a Best Buy one day just randomly, and then they happen to stock them, and then like, wait, I just got one without even going through this process. Yeah, right. You're yeah. just lucky to walk into the store, and they just have them there. Like what? <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> We're turning into a subscription world. Yeah. I remember one time I had went into uh, a Best Buy to pick something up. I ordered something and I went to the mm. to the front desk to pick it up. And there was a, a RTX 3080 Ti sitting there. And I don't know if it was a return or if, if it was already reserved for someone else to pick up. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'll take that. Just looking. I'm like, hey, is that, uh, is that thing available? <laughs> the auction the auction goes on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so because like, okay, people gather around. <laughs> we have one left. We have one left starting to bid at $1,400. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay, Jeez. I just thought that was kind of funny. Uh, I had a story about MoviePass coming back. I'm just going to skip it. Who cares? MoviePass hey, is coming I wanna, back. But I want to know what it is. How do you not know what MoviePass is? What was it? It was a subscription service. It was $10 a month. You can yeah. watch whatever movies you want. Okay. That was it. And it failed. But, because but how didn't somebody it? end up trying to buy it? Or it? No, it just went bankrupt. It just went bankrupt. Yeah. Okay. AMC does have one of their own. Um, okay. Which uh, theirs is called A, A something. A, a, plus a, a class, A plus something, something, yeah. something like that. Okay. And theirs is $20 a month. 
and you can see up to three movies a week, yeah. I believe is what it is. <clears throat> okay. I forgot what theirs is. But um, yeah, so that's AMC's. And there's that's still going on. You can still do that. Okay. It's like A plus premium or something. I forgot what the hell it's called. Stubbs, Stubbs A something. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. Yep. So yeah, Movie Pass, it went under because of course it did. It was $10 a month that people could watch unlimited movies at the theater. How That's not sustainable. No. <laughs> like who's, who else going to do that, you know? So... Uh, it went under, of course. It went bankrupt. And it's coming back. I don't know what the details are, but it's coming back, just so you know. Okay. All right, that's it. Let's get into some... Uh, uh, let's get into Mandalorian. <laughs> Not Boba Fett? No, it's Mandalorian. <laughs> Mandalorian <laughs> season three, kind of. Season 2.5. Season 2.5, <laughs> yep. Exactly, All right, Book of Boba man. Fett has wrapped up. Uh, that was episode seven, right? Chapter seven? Yep. yep. All right, I'm going to throw you a little spoiler warning out here, just in case you have not seen it. All right. What did we think of the finale of the book of Boba Fett? I was disappointed. Why? Uh, I don't know. I, I, You're disappointed by your own expectations. Exactly. Perfect. Okay. We, that's, that's what I was trying to avoid too. We were, yeah. we were hyping it up. We yeah. were doing all kinds of speculation. Yeah, you, do, you do that to yourself. And if you remove that, it was good, yeah. but I was, exp- I just wanted, I feel like the, I, think we got I wanted cheated. more at the end. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted like mm, something didn't finish. We got, we got cheated out of Boba Fett because it was, Titled Book of Boba Fett. I and I get the whole Mandalorian and giving us that, but at the same time, it's just like we've. I feel like we got cheated out of a character that, especially us being older, that you know mm-hmm. that we fell in love with back in the day, and we didn't really get what we wanted out of it. Yeah, well, it, it depends. Is it was this the one shot season, or is there going to be a season two, or is there going to be one of the things where now it's going to be always cross mingling between this yeah. and Mandalorian? Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then it's no loss because we'll just see him again in the Mandalorian in a few, in and, a few yeah, months. And that's the question: Are, are we going to see him again, and, and what capacity? Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like there's unfinished business. There, but I, overall, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, it's it definitely unfinished business. It, it ended. It even ended in a cliffhanger, kind of, as right. as a little bit as far as the end credits. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's just. It's obviously didn't just end. You know what I mean? There's going to be more more to come from the character or just from that time in general. Um, but I think it's an issue that most people just think that Boba Fett has always been this like super badass character since mm-hmm. the 70s. And he's never lived up to that. Yeah. Never. Never. Not even now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> if anything, he lived up to it more when he showed up in Mandalorian season two. Because he was just like, oh, look at him. He's here and he's like fighting people and he's like, he's a, he's really good at kicking butt and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, that's great. And then you get to the show and it's like, well, this is the other thing too, is that he was a badass because he was always a villain. And right. he's in this, in, in this case, he is not a villain. So he's yeah. not that type of person. So uh, I think it's everyone's own expectations that's at fault if you're unhappy with it. Oh, you're, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I'm, I, was, I, I enjoyed I'm it not, a lot. Unha- I'm not that. I'm happy. I'm well, speaking of Juan specifically. Well, his uh, Boba Fett was never... We didn't learn of Boba Fett until Return of the Jedi. Sure. Lucas came, went back and added him to mm-hmm. New Hope. And I, I don't know if he was in Empire Strikes Back. But Boba Fett wasn't a character that was like right out, right off the get-go. Mm-hmm. You know, people wanted more of that character after they saw him in Return of the Jedi. Well, he first showed up in the Christmas, in the holiday thing. In the holiday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, who the hell is that guy? He's yeah. kind of cool looking. And again, it was because he was a character that you didn't know his face. He, had he was cool, solo. He, yeah. wasn't, he wasn't tied to either All side. by himself. Mm-hmm. Cool He's armor. A bounty hunter. Yeah, so. bounty hunter, cool armor. I'm like, oh, that guy's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to know more about that person. And that's why they did that. But yeah, the first time he showed up was in the holiday special. <laughs> I think it was the animated one. Yeah, because he he did shoot scenes for New Hope, but they got yeah. cut. And they got so, redone later. But 
Um, yeah, overall, I, I'm with. I'm more with Danny. I, I I enjoyed it. I but I there were some stuff where I thought I would get more towards the end. Um, like I wanted to see Luke help. I wanted Luke to see the dark saber. Yeah, which is probably the only thing that I felt like. And there was never any hints that that was going to be a thing mm-hmm. in the first place. That was just hope. And that was the only thing that I was like, oh, it would have been cool to see that. Otherwise, totally happy with it. I liked it. Uh, I thought the action was pretty cool. Uh, the the whole showdown, which was kind of some of the some of the final fights were kind of weird because it was it was only like 10 15 of the pikes at a time mm-hmm. when they typically would have had more but outside of that uh i thought it was it was really interesting uh the the way the the rain showed up and mm-hmm. it, again we'll get to more details here but uh, i don't know I, I really liked some of that stuff the what godzilla you, scene yeah the godzilla <laughs> scene <laughs> um i'm not gonna say i hate it because i didn't yeah but i'm just yes my expectations were because i saw at the end of season two of Mandalorian, yeah, he takes the throne. He takes uh, Jabba's throne, and boom, the book of Boba Fett next this some this Christmas. And yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. but again, that's also painting the picture of Boba Fett being some crime lord. Yeah, and he's, <clears throat> he is clearly not trying to be that. So again, maybe he goes back to his old ways, which which is what being a crime lord. He's not going to do that. It's not going to happen. <laughs> this is not. This is Disney. This is, they're not going to do that. <laughs> He's, he's a character that is now completely intertwined with the good guys. And they've showed that he has compassion, that he has regret for his past, for the things that he's done as a bounty hunter. He's killed a lot of people. Uh, with no questions asked, like, who are you paying me? Sure, I'm going to go kill that person for you. He's basically an assassin. So, yeah, he's, he's not that anymore. And he's not going to go back to that. It's called character development. <laughs> but i get it i get it you want to see you want to see someone that's kind of a badass but that's just not what you're well i mean I he think. doesn't have to be a badass where he's going around killing people and doing that i mean he could and i get the whole story of him uh helping uh moss espo out and all that yeah to city but like said. he he could he could have been more of a little badass and we could have gotten a little bit more of that story sure okay that's fair i i, I think it's fair but it's uh uh i don't know not, not every badass has to go around killing people for bad reasons so for good reasons? I mean, if you're helping people <laughs> that are getting slaughtered. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, though. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a hard balance to t- try to strike. To Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's, it's, always, it's everyone's own expectations um, that are always usually at fault for you not liking something. It's because you were expecting something than what you, other than what you got. Right. And, you know, that's how Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always been that way. Yeah. It's always yeah. been that way. Yeah. I think that's why the first three episodes were... Disappointed mm. by people, right? Sure, they're like, "What is this? It's a flashback." But no, I'm you, saying the first three episodes of Star Wars, not the show. Oh, you mean the movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Some sure. people were disappointed by those first three because mm-hmm. they were still trying to. You're always going to be disappointed by something, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, I really did like the. I think it, it was a good wrap up, and at the same time, opens up for for more. Uh, the way it ended with mm-hmm. basically him telling Finnick Shand. Cause he's, he's getting like bowed to from all the mm-hmm. people cause he helped save the city, which he did. I mean, these people, the, the pikes were kind of ruining everything and he gets rid of them and they're all very grateful. Like, Oh, thank you. You know, whatever. And he's like, this isn't for us. You know what I mean? And, and then Phoenix Chan's like, well, at least they're not shooting at you. Yep. And then he's like, are those the only two options? They're, <laughs> yeah. they're either, you know, bowing to us or they're trying to kill us. One or the two. And then he's like, yeah, this isn't for us that we shouldn't do this. And then she says, if not us, then who, right? And then they show the little Power Ranger squad with uh, 
<laughs> so it's kind of insinu- yeah so it's kind of insinuating that though those group of young people what do they call the um the all the modified people but they have a name i can't remember i can't remember what are, it's a word for yeah. modified i can't think of it right now <laughs> words always escape me uh but they're there and it's kind of insinuating that they're the ones that'll kind of watch the city going forward right they're like the protectors of the city in a way because mm-hmm. they're, they're a bunch of young people um i don't know about how that will go to me, that's not something I would care to see personally because yeah. none of those characters, even though they were kind of cool looking and they're all very retro tech and all that, um, there was no... It, it, they won't hold up on their own. It's, they wouldn't. And yeah. yeah, they didn't show us anything about the character specifically other than they're just a group of you know modified people or whatever and that's it. Um, but they'll yeah. always have a tie with them. With Fennec because she became modified. No? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because she is. She's got her whole torso missing. She and, and it's the same people that the same doctor guy. I forgot his name that modified them. He's the one that saved Fennec's life, and that's why she's got that like robotic torso. So um, there is always going to be a tie there, and I can see them showing up in other things. Like maybe they, you know, they go there in the future and they need help. I'm like, oh, we'll call up our old, you know, modified homies <laughs> or whatever. So yeah, we'll see how that goes, but. I'll skip right to the, the end credit scene because we did get one there. Um, we got the marshal inside of the, the inside awesome. of the back to tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Being worked on by the same doctor again yep. that does all of the other modifications for everyone. So, so I'm did assuming... You, did you assume he was dead? Yeah. Based on the... Because throughout the whole... Because number one in the beginning, I, I didn't think he was dead when, if, when, when Cad Bane first shot him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no way he's dead. He's going to survive that. And then throughout the whole episode twice they mentioned how he didn't make it and then even the guy the the, the bartender from mm. freetown was like yeah they gunned him down in the street or something i was like holy shit this guy's really dead who did he tell that to i forgot who was talking to he was talking to either either he was talking to to to, to the mandalorian he was okay. talking to, then, to I, Dinjarin, yeah because i'm thinking he knows that he's in the back of the thing i think at that point he didn't uh, you don't think he was in on it with but, but, but no, i don't think so yeah, because remember Finnick Shan told him that you need to go on the bench to take. He's like, it's being used. Yeah, he's that was at the very end. He's yeah. like, it's currently being used. Um, and then when he said that, I thought he meant um, uh, what's his face was in there. What's the uh, what's the Wookiee's name? Black Chewy. Oh, oh yeah. Black Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was in there because he told him when he saved him from the gunfire. I'll get you. He's that. like, I owe you a, a soak thought, in yeah. the back to tank. Yeah. So when he said it's being used, I thought it was him in there. And then like a couple seconds later, they show him in the sea. He's like, okay, well, someone else is in the tank. Who is it? And then we see it. Um, and obviously he's going to come out of that tank, not only, uh, revived, but modified. Cause that, that doctor was there doing God knows what to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming we're going to see him later, which is a, a character that I would like to see more. So maybe he's the one, he'll, he'll be the protector. It could be him. Yeah. He maybe could so lead that. He could lead that. Yeah. Thing. So instead of him just being the sheriff of Freetown, which is a tiny little town, he could become like even the mayor of, of the city. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause obviously the mayor was crooked. And Finnick Shan killed them all at the end, which was great. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that that can go somewhere. It doesn't need its own show or its own movie no. or anything like that. But if, if occasional it, it should be revisited because that was a cool character. Yeah. You know, I thought that the the, the way Timothy Oliphant plays him, I thought he does, yeah. does a good job. Uh, he's very much like a Western sheriff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, I like that. Or he may have a bigger character than we think because why would they yeah. go through that and... So there'll be a connection between him and Boba. Maybe, he, yeah, maybe right. he will be. Maybe he won't be the mayor of Freetown, but maybe he'll go off. I don't know. It just seems like now you got Fennec mm-hmm. and him exactly. as modified. Why would they show that other than it's going to be a significant? Yeah, I would hope so because I think that's a, a, a character that I would like to see more of for sure. Even if we saw it in like animated or something, like it mm-hmm. picks up where it left off, you know. But um, yeah, so so as far as the the rest of the episode goes, 
I it it was kind of interesting the way well the first of all the way they bring Grogu in right mm-hmm. where the, that's this is when I thought we oh, were yeah, get, we were going to get Luke R two <laughs> and it was my own again my own expectations like oh. Luke's about to pop out of this X-Wing because he's coming down and, and what's her face? She, she thinks it's one of the officers. She's yeah. like, oh, I just submitted my, you know, whatever. She's trying to make all excuses because she has a bunch of stolen parts and all that. And the door pops open and it's just little Grogu. And I'm like, why is he in there by himself? And at that point, I didn't see that R2 was in oh, you didn't the, see it? I didn't see him in there. And Grogu pops up. I'm like, how the hell did he get here? <laughs> and then you see R2 in the bag. Like, okay, obviously R2 is flying the ship. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was going to be uh, Luke. Like Luke was going to be, because... We even talked about it last week that we think Grogu is going to pick uh, Din Djarin over being a Jedi. Mm-hmm. It just made more sense. And that Luke was going to be the one to bring him. And then that's when he would potentially see the Darksaber, yeah. which didn't happen. But uh, yeah, that was my only kind of like, oh, damn moment. Or like, I, I wish that, that was, I would have seen him again. Uh, but nope, it's just Grogu popping out by himself and, and he stays. And it's really interesting that before that, when Din Djarin and um, Boba Fett are talking about <clears throat> going out and doing their whole last stand, like Din Djarin is like, to the end, man, we'll just mm-hmm. we'll die if we have to. And at that point, he doesn't know that Grogu's back. back so yeah. he doesn't have like he doesn't know that he's there. Like he's like, I need to I need to protect that little dude. Yeah. So I thought that was also really interesting. Had he known he was already there, there's no way he would have done. Like, he would have said on. any of that. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought that was really interesting. And then later on when he sees him, he's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> he's like genuinely surprised, uh, which was uh, which was really cool. And then he flexes some of his little Jedi powers that he mm-hmm. was learning, right? Yep. He, uh, first of all, he takes a chunk of the leg off of that droid that yep. was about to crush uh, the Mandalorian, takes a joint out of his leg, and he falls over. And and then he puts that the raincoat to sleep, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. And, goes and he takes a little nap next to him. He's like, yeah, I'm tired too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, that was interesting. I, I wasn't expecting more from, from that. You know what I mean? I did like that. He helped out in a way mm-hmm. and like use some of his Jedi powers that he did learn, um, and helped and helped out in a meaningful way. Like he basically saved Din Djarin twice yeah, yeah. from the, from the rancor and from the, uh, from that, from that big old mech thing that was destroying the city. So that's the only other plot hole that I heard people have a big issue with is that those little mech droids. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to, they would have probably destroyed the entire city because they're super powerful. Oh, yeah. And they kind of did, and they just kind of got taken out. So maybe mm-hmm. they're programmed wrong. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> that's the only kind of plot hole uh, that I noticed and that a, lo- a lot of other people were like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, but other than that, any other issues that you had with it, aside from what you already said, anything you're like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. So no more Cad Bane. Yeah, well, nah, I don't know about that. So, think? yeah, so we so we skipped over that Cad Bane and... Um, Boba Fett have a, a little final duel where Cad Bane is clearly way faster than him. He gets the drop on him twice. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, does something that he wasn't expecting with, you know, with the, I forgot what that stick. The Tuscan s- yeah. or, or sword. Or, I can't remember what it was called. It's not a sword. Yeah. It's a Tuscan something. Stems and staff. <clears throat> yeah. It's the, the staff weapon. It's got a name, but I can't remember what it is. He comes out with that thing, a weapon that obviously Cad Bane wasn't expecting. So he gets beat by it and then he just stabs him in the chest. But the last shot of Cad Bane laying there, he's got that little thing on his chest that's beeping. Yeah. It's beeping very loudly. It's like beep, beep. Like it's very deliberate that they're showing yep. that that is beeping, which is probably some type of... Transponder? Not a transponder. Oh. It's probably something that helps him breathe or, oh, or okay. something that indicates that he is alive. 
in my opinion. Mm. It's not that life alert, right? <laughs> it could be that. It could be a life alert. Someone comes and grabs him. I fall and I can't get up. Yeah, so he's gonna. So I don't think that's the last of that character okay. at all. Definitely not. I think he's one that's gonna come around. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. What else you got? That's it. That's, that's it. All I have. I mean, <laughs> and then we did get a not to you know close the book on that, but we did get the close uh, the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get the we did get the teaser poster for Obi Wan Kenobi. Yes, we did. So May twenty fourth, May twenty fifth, twenty fifth, forty fifth anniversary of A New Hope. Oh, I didn't even know. That's cool. Great. Date. You thought it was yeah. you thought it was going to be May the fourth, which was Wednesday. That's also when Bad Batch came out. Was May the fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it is May twenty fifth. So yeah, Kenobi. we did get the official. And now that's also a prequel to this. Right, because the time frame I believe is before the yeah. whole this whole time that we're watching right now in Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian. And yeah, because by this time he's already gone. Yeah, exactly. So this is not going to necessarily tie into any of this. Yeah, this but will, it might lead into it. Right, yeah, it could. Yeah. yeah. So this will be between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like ten years and something like that. Right. It's like ten years past the end of Revenge of the Sith. I, I want to say so. is what they said. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm so excited for this show. Yeah. You know we what I mean? Will, we will get Darth Vader because it's been confirmed that Hayden Christensen yep. is coming back. there. Ewan McGregor's there. We may, got a, we may get a young Skywalker as well. Okay, that'd be cool. Very young, though. He'd be yeah. like a kid, like probably like a toddler. No, not a toddler, no, but like 10. Yeah, maybe 10 15, or maybe, maybe 15. Yeah, maybe early teens, 12, 13-year-olds. Okay, he, yeah. Because he is watching over him at this point as yeah. well. So. Interesting. Uh, I'm really excited for that show. It's going to be great. I think. Again, we could be setting ourselves up like that was stupid. I think I'm going to just go in and just like I don't care no more. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's the attitude either. I think you just need to curb your own expectations and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it's. I, oh man, I, I don't like the trash stuff. It's. Uh, I mean, it's I'm hard, not it's, trashing. I it just it's hard to make point. Yeah, it's yeah, hard. To, it's it, hard yeah. to make things, and it's hard to please. Like you've said before, Star Wars fans are the most. Yeah, they're the worst. They're the worst, and it's hard to please them. They're and, the absolute worst. <clears throat> And I, and you know, props to Favreau. Yeah, you for kidding me? Just going with what he wanted to yeah, go with. Yeah, and you can, you know, what, even if this show wasn't free, this is still the some. This is still hands down, not even close to me, the best Star Wars run of things that I've seen. You know, if you combine all the, you know, the the Mandalorian two seasons, this this show, like all of this stuff, the bad has been the bad bad. All of this stuff has been incredible. Yeah. Like it's, a, I mean, even if you just go to even like Rebels and all, like all that stuff is so good. But as far as live action goes, I don't know, man. I feel like this is a whole new Star Wars kind of world that I, I'm really liking more than anything else. Mm. You know what I mean? That's just me personally. Um, I'm also not hard to please when it comes to Star Wars. If it's Star Wars, I'm probably gonna, you know, unless it's completely ridiculous, which it's most of it isn't. So that's just me. But I thought this, I think this stuff in general has been really good. Um, and unfortunately for Boba Fett. Um, it's not, I don't think it's really Boba Fett's fault that everyone prefers the Mandalorian as a character. You know what I mean? Like Din Djarin as a character is more entertaining to watch in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also another, another issue, not issue, but another reason that people might not have liked this as much is because he just, he doesn't compare to Din Djarin in my opinion. And that might be another reason why like, oh, I didn't really care for that that much. Yeah. It's I like a stark that. comparison yeah. between the two. I would much rather see uh, Din Djarin following that character over Boba Fett any day of the week. You know what I mean? Even Finnick Shan. I think I like Finnick Shan more than Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I think she's a cool character. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could see that. It could just be. A, it could be just a comparison thing. Anyway, enough of that. 
Star Wars will more Star Wars to come. Uh, but let's get into our donut bites. Mmm, donuts. What you got? Me, I got nothing. What? Just bo- book of Boba Fett, and I've been busy with some other things, but that's it for me. All right. Same here. Same? Nothing. Very okay. light week of watching TV this week, so yeah, I didn't watch anything mm-hmm. except Boba Fett. All right, so I got, uh, I already talked about it earlier. The only new thing I saw was uh, The Tinder Swindler, which is on Netflix. It is a documentary. It is impressive. <laughs> it, like... The, the level, it, it's a, basically someone being scammed on, on Tinder, multiple people by being scammed by a single person. Also by one. Yeah. Kind of like the, what's that show? The show on MTV? Catfish? Yeah. It's kind of like that, but it's... But it focuses it's on ne- one. It's next level okay. in terms of, of catfishing. It is like catfishing Pro Max. <laughs> Let me <laughs> tell you, man. It's like, it is, uh, it's a documentary, so it's one shot. It's kind of long. It's like two hours. So it's not like a series or anything like that, mm. but it's like mind blowing how what people will do and how far people go to like scam other someone else. It's insane. Oh yeah. So uh, and no, no, you don't know. I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't be saying all oh, you had. I mean, I've, just... I've, I've seen certain levels, but but like I'm I'm agreeing with you. But there's uh, probably oh yeah. I was blown levels. away. I was like I was like ten minutes in and just knowing what it's about, I'm like. Where is this going? Because I already know that this is about one person scamming a bunch of women. Mm-hmm. But, and it's like right away at the very beginning, they show you a bunch of stuff. And you're like, how did they get away with that? And then they go through it. And it's just like, wow. This <laughs> is really <laughs> impressive. So uh, I highly recommend the Tinder Swindler. It's pretty good. Uh, I started playing two new games. Um, one of them, it's not, it's not a new game, but I just started playing it for the first time. It's called Phasmophobia. You ever heard of this? Did I talk yeah. about this before? Is it the, like, Go ahead and explain. I think I. What do you th- What do you think it is? I've seen it played on Twitch. I just can't. Okay, yeah, you probably have. There's a lot of so it's a it's a co op game. Yeah, uh, you, that you play with other people. Like trying to solve something, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're trying to. Um, you basically go into a haunted house. I think you can play with up to five people, maybe four, four or five is the max. And you go into a haunted house, and it's a very creepy kind of horror survival game. And you have to, you have a bunch of, you're basically like ghost hunters, like a, like a team of ghost hunters. Mm-hmm. And the goal is every house has different objectives. So you have to go in and verify what kind of ghost it is. Take a picture of the ghost or, you know, get the ghost to walk through salt, a bunch of stuff. There's always little objectives that you have to do. And you go into the house with tools to try to identify what room in the house the ghost is in. Right. So you get things like uh, a little thermometer. And if you find a room that's really cold, that's where the ghost is. Mm. So you, you set up shop in there and you set up like, you know, salt on the floor to see if they walk through it. Or you set up candles, uh, little dot projectors and see if they walk through, like stuff like that. Mm. Motion sense, all this other like little tech that you would put in there to try to communicate with mm. the ghosts. And then you would try to identify the ghost and uh, complete all the objectives before the ghost kills you, basically, because the yeah. ghost will kill you. Course, yeah, I've seen people getting killed. By <laughs> yeah. It. And the crazy part. I say the four, the three of us are playing. Uh, if a ghost like kills me, I can still walk around the house as a ghost, but you two can't see Same. or hear me anymore. <laughs> oh wow! And one thing that you can do is say you're dead and your other friends are still playing. You can grab random objects and throw them in places to try to communicate mm-hmm. with them. Like you know, like you grab a like say I want to lead you to a, a different room. I might grab something and throw it into the hallway. Like come this way, yeah. stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's really interesting. Wow, and they can't see. That's cool. Yeah, it's a fun game. It's pretty. It's pretty fun, and it's uh, and it's it's pretty creepy too because it's all like you're in a dark house and all mm-hmm. you have is like a flashlight, and you can even play it in VR, which I have not tried yet. Oh really? Yeah, uh, but it's been it was a lot of fun to play. 
Uh, and then there was a new game called Sifu, which is a really interesting game. It's basically like a, a beat em up, like hack and slash type of Kung Fu game where you're just going through levels, beating up tons and tons of people. But the cool part of it is that every time you die, you come back a year older than you were. So you start the game as a 20, you start the game as a kid mm. and then someone, some, you get killed right at the beginning. It's part of the game. And then you come back as a 20 year old and that's basically where the game starts for you. So you're 20 years old and every time you die, you go, you come back alive one year older. So you go to 21, 22, so on and so forth. And you keep doing that. Try to get through the game before you die of like old age. Mm. It's a really interesting concept, but it's been wow. a lot of fun and it looks mm. awesome. The art, the art is real cool. That'd be a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, you literally just come back. Uh, you, you get to like basically rise from the dead, but you lose a year every time you do that. Sounds like a, sounds like a new TV. Yeah. Show. So it's like, it's kind of like you don't, um, you don't have unlimited, like, cause in most games you can die a, a gazillion times. It doesn't matter. Mm. In this game, you actually have a finite amount of lives because you eventually become too old. too old. And if that happens, it's game over and you have to basically either start all over or you can start the beginning of a level at the youngest age that you start at that level. So you can kind of start at least to that, that point and mm. then keep going from there. Okay. So uh, yeah. it's really, it's really good. Highly recommend it. If you, I think you can play it on everything. I think it's on, I'm playing it on PC, but I think it's also on PlayStation. I want to say, but pretty cool game. Sweet. <clears throat> and that's it for me. Okay. What else we got going on? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Any predi- I know you said you're not really into sports, but you got a prediction between either, either two teams. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go for the Bengals. I am too. Yeah. Just because they're the underdogs. That, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind either team winning this year. I don't really have like a favorite. Sure, yeah. Yeah, me either. To me, it's more, it's one of those things where I don't care who wins because I don't have any type of uh, allegiance to either one of the teams. Yeah. Uh, but I know that it will, I'm hoping that it will be a good game to watch. And I'm going for the. Yeah. I think the quarterback for the Bengals, Joe Burrow, I've been seeing a lot of good stories on him and stuff. Uh-huh. Like he's been helping out his community because he just came out of college a couple yeah. of years ago. So, yep. yep. And then you said earlier before we started recording that this this Super Bowl will be the first or kind of like the dot com age mm-hmm. as far as advertising goes. We're gonna do tons of crypto ads and things like that. Crypto, meta, mm-hmm. metaverse stuff, NFTs. Yeah, a lot of that. So I'm expecting to see a ton of you know all the crypto marketplaces. You know, you see your boy Matt Damon in there, <laughs> a bunch of other people. So <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna get a uh, uh, chat commercial. Probably. <laughs> well, how could we not? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it for us this week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch you next week. We've been the Morning Donut. You've been awesome. Wow. I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day. Meatbag. Meatbag.